sure. To look at that. Right on his right on his noggin. Here I is. Right on his noggin. Here I is. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Man, no pressure, no diamonds, man. We back, we back once again. Episode I don't know. Yeah. Who's, who's counting? <laughs> who's counting, man? Who's counting when we having fun? Having fun getting it in, man. What's going on, Thomas? What's going on, brother? You know, another beautiful day, bro. Just uh just chilling, sipping on You guys probably want to know what are in these cups, huh? <laughs> you gotta come and check us out. Come and, and out. see. Come and um, see. Come and yeah, see. Yeah, no, man. Life life is good. Life's beautiful. Family's good. Um friendships are good, man, and mm-hmm. getting stronger. Business is good. Uh we're off to a great start this year and and things. I don't know, man. There, 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 no room to complain about anything. Um man, just, brother. Yeah. I was sending a couple of uh I'll text you just a couple of things we was going to talk about, man. Like, uh, I was listening to, uh, what was it? I think it was Eric Thomas or something like that. E.T.? Yeah, man. You can't go wrong with E.T., man. Plug, nah. plug for E.T. to pop on a podcast one good time. Yeah, right. Man. You know, if you want to pop in, pop on real quick, man. We let it have you. Um, but, uh, you know, he was talking about, uh, what was it? Uh, contract versus versus covenant. You know, mm. um, and I hopefully I don't mess this up. And I wish I probably listened to right before I talked to you just now. But probably should have. Like, <laughs> probably have to define covenant. Uh, but no, I was like, you know, contractors is like, okay, well, it's almost like you're, you know, if this don't go right and this don't go right, then you know, then then uh, the the contract's off. Like, you know, uh, dang, I probably should have listened to it, bro. I'm gonna play a piece of it. But a covenant is more like no matter what happens, you know what I'm saying? Like some people, you know, deeper like, commitment, deeper commitment, man. And, and you know, you know, people you, you can kind of use it in a sense of like a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of people nowadays, man, treat marriage like a contract. Yeah. You know, you know, with, instead of a instead of, a you know, a covenant, like no matter, you know. Like we, like we, like we working on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, like there's no, there's no, like once we made this, like once we've committed to this, there's no, there's no going back. You know, like we just, like we just got to kind of grow through these things. And same thing in business or saying, you know, you can sure. really take that, take that anywhere. But, you know, that's, that's what it really made me think of. And I really wish I would have listened to that again. But I'm going to pay, I'm going to play a piece. Hopefully I, I can play a piece of it on here, <laughs> um, you know, to where y'all can listen to that and. Know, come up with your own thoughts, man. But what do you kind of think about that, man? Like, as you know, the just the level of commitment nowadays, man. People toe dipping out here. Yeah, yeah. Well, one hundred percent. And I think you brought up something that I think, uh, whether you're married to or not, you, you can relate to. You know, um, as far as the commitment or lack thereof when it comes to specifically that the the marriage and. You know, I, I don't know. It's a, I mean, I can speculate, I guess, on, you know, what happens and why it doesn't work. Maybe you got married young and, you know, whatever. But um, I think it's really a lack of holding that commitment or commitment to anything. Like if you're able to just dip out or turn your back or switch sides or, you know what I mean? Um, there's just a lack of commitment to the sacredness of, and, and again, in this case, specifically the marriage, mm-hmm. right? For me, like it, it took a long time. So if my wife was here, um, you know, and she'd tell you about the first seven years of our relationship, 
um, it didn't feel like there was a commitment. Although internally, I knew that I wasn't going anywhere. We had bought a home and this and that, right? She was, she was pregnant with our first son. But um, man, I'm gonna be pretty transparent right now. To me, up until that point, it, it was always just like, uh, like I didn't understand it. It was a piece of paper to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think really what it was, dude, if I'm going to be even more honest, was I think there was a fear there because I didn't want to ruin what we had. To me, like it felt so good what we had and where we were going as a couple. Um, there was a fear because of the lack of commitment, right? Because mm-hmm. so many people end up in divorce, Right. Mm. Like, like it's over 50% now, but I know at one point it was like 50% of all marriages end in divorce. And I'm like, that's a staggering statistic. Like, and that's like in modern, like, you know, closest times and within the last Mm. 20 years, you know, those divorce rates and stuff have gone up maybe longer than that. Don't quote me. But, um, I mean, you didn't see that in the thirties, forties and fifties. You seen like, you know, grandma and grandpa celebrating their 62nd wedding anniversary, you yeah. know, and it was through thick and thin and through till death do us part and stuff. And I'm not getting, you know, religious and I'm not judging. There's obviously circumstances in relationships where maybe it's better to to get out. But for me, just growing up and hearing those numbers or realizing or having a bunch of friends that, you know, came from broken homes or whatever, um, I had a fear that like, if I got married, that it would inevitably end bad. And, uh, you know, and then I really went inside myself and I decided like, is this something that no matter what I'm willing to work at? And so the decision had to come internally that like, no matter what I was Mm. sticking this thing out, you know, Mm. and we were going to figure it out. We were going to make it work. Now on top of that, obviously I had to make a decision to like limit the mistakes that I would, that I would make or mistakes that people generally make that, yeah. you know, jeopardize their relationship. But when I think of covenant, man, I, I think like, like you said, it's, it's almost like it's a, it's, it's written in blood, you know, like mm-hmm. dudes, you got to do that, you know? And that's why some of my favorite athletes, bro. Um, and we're just coming off the Super Bowl, right? Tom Brady, the man. goat just, just pulled it off. But, um, man. and, but some of my favorite athletes started and ended their career with one team. Like I, I hold, I hold Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and like Tim Duncan in such high regards, at Mm -hmm. least in the basketball world, because you don't see that too much anymore. And I don't know if we'll ever see that again, dude. You you know what I mean? Like uh, players are bouncing and the way these contracts are being thrown around, I ain't mad at them, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Go, go, go get your paper. But, um, I don't know. You just don't see that anymore. Um, so I, 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 I like the, the longevity, man, and you know, staying locked in and committed until until it's over. Till it's over, man, and and I could totally uh, taught, man, I totally agree with that, man. Especially, I man, I didn't get a chance to see a whole lot of Michael Jordan besides his uh, his Wizards days, but I don't even count that. Oh days, man. man, I don't even. Count hey, Alex just called that. me old. <laughs> I watched Jordan's whole career, so you can so just so you know, there's a different time difference, right? Oh, age gap, a little bit of an age gap. Man, dude, but yeah, man, MJ, bro, he had that, he had that, he had that juice, boy. MJ had that juice. He was the, he was that, well, at least for. You know, for the last couple of uh, couple of generations, man, his, his legacy bleeds on. And then Kobe, of course, man, that's that's why I seen pretty much everything, man. I seen the eighty one. I seen the, you know, from start to finish. And there was, yeah. but the thing was, man, there there's always gonna be those. There's gonna be times where people backslide, and 
you know, they might be thinking, man, this might be better for me to get up out the situation, go see, see something else, go do something, you know, but when you go in with the, no matter what at the beginning, you got to revisit, you know, you got to remember what, like, why am I doing this though? Mm-hmm. Why? How come? You know, and, and go, and, and go with that, man. And, and trust your, uh, um, you know, not base it off the emotion at the moment. Right. Well, you, you know, and I know you've heard this, but um, what you just said kind of made me think of something that I heard one of our, our, our mentors say, and I'm sure it's, I've heard other people or other people have said it, but um, Papa Cap, you know, has always, I've always heard from him originally, I heard this statement and he said, never make a decision when you're down. Mm-hmm. And man, like that resonates with me so much because normally when you do make a decision, when you're down, whether that's angry or sad or whatever, when you're just at a low point coming out of it, you look back and at least for me personally, there's always this feeling of regret, like, Mm -hmm. dang, like I could have done something a little bit different, or I wish I wouldn't have, you know, actually said that, or I wouldn't have done this and stuff. And so that's true in business as well, right? Like people get started in business and it's so funny to me that, um, you know, they, they have these big dreams and big goals, which you absolutely should have. But there's this expectation that it's going to happen in like three months or a year or even five years. Right. And when it doesn't, they quit. Like, you know what I mean? They, 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 they say this just doesn't work. And isn't it crazy that like you still have more opportunity after five years by doing your own thing and sticking to the game plan, then you have an opportunity to accomplish those dreams as an employee somewhere. Like people work 40 years for what? To end up with like 40% of their pay and, you know, after 40 hours. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. But that's the, uh, American, uh, only call it the uh, that that American dream, you yeah. know. But is it though? I, I don't know if it's the dream, but I, I guess it? it's the uh, kind of the standard that was laid out. Man, I'll tell you an interesting thing. When 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 I first got started, um, you know, doing what we're doing um, in business, I was talking to my mom, and well, actually, first of all, she was like, "You better be careful," and da 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 da. Like, you know what I mean? You have a family and all of this stuff, which I get, and I'm not mocking my mom. Like, I appreciate the yeah. love and concern that she had there, right? Um, but I was started off part time doing this, working full time and yeah. stuff. And when I finally made the transition to go full time, and uh, my mom was again a whole another level of concern, and I said, "Mom, I'm just not." And no offense to anybody that's in the corporate setting, but I am just not willing to do the corporate thing. And I said something to the effect, and I'm not going to repeat the word because it's inappropriate, but I said like, forget corporate America, (laughs) you know? And she gave me the most crazy bug-eyed look. Like, like, what did you say? And um, times are different, bro. Like, let's just be real. You know, there's no such thing as... Uh, co- commitment from your employer, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, to make sure that you're taken care of. Like, you know, you die today and tomorrow your position's filled. They, you know what I mean? Like, you're that replaceable. So that that loyalty and commitment to a company or a job just 
they're not giving it to you. So in my opinion, like why give it to them? Like, you know, <laughs> you know, and that's and gone. And really, man, there's really not that many places right now where you're going to be spending. Like what's the average somebody even keeps a job? I think like seven years right now. The last I read, like every five to seven years, people are, are leaving a job for, I don't know, maybe what breaks down to another dollar an hour. You know, Yo, man. And right now, like there's maybe a couple bucks. I don't know. But I know for a dollar, I, I like I've had friends that have left jobs and I'm like, bro, you were there for a minute. Like, what made you leave? They're like, oh, they're going to pay me a little bit more over here. I'm like, how much? They're like, oh, well, I was, you know, I was I was at 20. They're going to pay me 21 or 22. I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm going to commute an extra 20 minutes. It's a little <laughs> bit farther, but they're going to give me like two more dollars. Nah, man. Yeah, it, it's a. Yeah, that yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy, man. And but I used to think the same way though. Yeah. To a certain day, I was like, oh well shoot, well, I can make this much more. That means I can get this. That means I can get that. You know, I might be able to but then when it all shakes down, you don't even you don't even see it. Right. You know, like you really don't even see it. Right. And uh one of the you know, one of the especially the main things uh right now that I think is especially over this whole COVID thing, uh the COVID situation or whatever, pandemic people have become a lot more resourceful, you know, um, you know, so one of the things is over this time, if you've utilized this time properly, you know, in, in my opinion, you know, you have a lot more time to focus in on like what you're, you know, if, if COVID hit you over the head, then guess what? You had, you had a good amount of time to see like, well, what are my actual strengths? What are my, like, what am I actually good at? You know, like, what am I good at? Like, how can I provide value to the marketplace and, you know, and write my own check for myself? You might have a job, you know what I'm saying? So you might have kept your job. You might be working from home or whatever the case is. But if you took this time as it was more of a time off type of thing or more convenient now that you're working at home, you know, then I think some folks might have missed the, missed the, like, missed a great area of opportunity yep. for themselves. Yeah. You know, to, to learn something different, I would think, or, to um, like pick up a new skill or realize the skills they do have to provide value. And now they can create some, you know, create a space in the marketplace for themselves to bring in extra income. And I think right now there's so many more new millionaires and new billionaires right now. It's so much, so easy to make a million dollars now. Yeah. So easy to make a million dollars. First of all, because there's so much information that's free out there. Secondly is, Man, you just, there's so many ways to have income, right? Yeah. So many ways where you don't have to physically. I mean, if you're trying to make an extra thousand bucks, drive Uber or whatever the case is. All right, cool. All right, that's kind of self-employed, whatever. But whether it's online, it's e-commerce or business or people are making so much money from home, dude. It's crazy, man. Yep. Like we got, you know, um, to learn a new. Hopefully, people took some time out to learn a little bit about themselves. And go out there and, and focus on kind of, you know, uh, uh, learning something different, man. Learn something different and go out there and establish a, uh, I'll just kick the heck out of this table. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, learn something new, man. Uh, you know, and. Yeah. You and, know. you know, I, I wanted to clarify, too, like if you work and you have a job, don't please don't think that I'm bashing that or there's a, a, a judgment or, or anything like that. Yes, like, don't worry about it. No, I, I definitely <laughs> not. Um, 
No, it's like one of the most, you know, noble things to do is to go out and work and clock in and, you know, earn an income and, you know, take care of yourself and your family and provide. Like, I, I, I respect that. I wholeheartedly do. Um, I, I come up, I, I come from a family of just, you know, hardworking, you know, blue collar people. Um, and so there, there's absolutely no judgment, man. But the, the point that I was trying to make is um, that you can, you can live a comfortable life, um, you know, having a job or, or maybe even being self-employed, but we only have one life to live. And this was the realization that I, that, that, that I came to for myself. Like, this is the only chance I get. And, um, I want more than just the norm, right? Like whatever that is for you in, in my family, it was, you know, a, a decent sized home, middle class, you know, maybe upper middle class now, since there's, you know, three kind of categories <laughs> to that. There's like, there's the middle class, there's the upper, and then there's the lower, right? We were probably yeah. somewhere in the middle and maybe closer to the top, but, um, and we never went without, but everything was just kind of comfortable. There wasn't a lot of extra, there wasn't, you know, travel around the world or, you know, anything like that. There was amusement parks and that type of stuff, mm -hmm. maybe camping, but man, I don't know, just, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I wanted more. I wanted to take advantage of this stuff. And so I found that the only way to be able to do that was to figure out a way, like you said, to supplement some income. And, you know, I, you made a great point, dude, like really COVID, I think, in my opinion, brought to the surface that realization in the right people that like, look, man, job security is an oxymoron. There's no such thing as that. Right. That part. Um, Dude, yeah. it, like, like it just is, you know, um, I have a lot of friends that are in like the medical field and uh, some of them at the beginning of a global pandemic, this deadly virus that the world has ever seen, you know, however it was being described. And I have friends that are nurses and doctors that were getting furloughed. And I'm like, wait a minute, if the one industry that you shouldn't be, you know, furloughed or mm. being laid off or hours being cut is the medical industry during a global pandemic, but that's exactly what was happening. And, uh, and a lot of those people had kind of the same realization, like, man, there's really no job security. You have little to no control there. And so the right people did what you suggested and went inside and said, Hey, what are some of my, what are some of my talents? What are some of my gifts? Or what is that one thing that I've always wanted to do? If I was ever to have the time and then COVID created that time and that opportunity. And again, the right people realize that, man, there's information is abundant, like you mentioned, and there's literally nothing you, that you can't monetize. Man, right now, dog, it's crazy out here, man. Like, you know, it's a trip. And I was just talking to somebody who was uh, just at lunch with somebody. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and they've never had a job their entire life. Never had a job, never since they were 16 years old, you know, they just never, they're like, they have, like, they have no concept. I mean, they understand people have jobs, right? but they hire people. Like now they have businesses and all these different things. Like they hire people and stuff like that. They've been that way since they were 18. They're like, I just can't wrap my, they cannot wrap their mind around somebody else, like paying them for the, like an hourly thing. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to him and he was like, he's talking about, well, you know, everybody has their own different, has a different situation, but like where they're at now is like, okay, the first month of the year, they focus on paying their expenses for the rest of the year. They were going to generating enough to all right, their home expense. Like they already know what their home expenses are. So the first month, like, Hey, 
this is what we're doing. Make sure we got enough for the rest of the year. So then the other, the other 11 months, you know, or, you know, the other, the other part of the year, they're working on our projects, building biz, like still don't have to think about the home part. So at first month of the year, they're like, get the home out the way. And then for the rest of the year, they're focused on developing business, having business, business ideas and all these different things going to have all these companies. Executing. Executing. So the rest of the year is on execution. Right. And I was just like, that's an interesting place, to, a mind frame to think mm-hmm. is their focus on, OK, how can I have more income streams? Where can I put some like they're not taking their house money and going and putting it on something else. They're like, OK, I take this business deal. It goes to here. This business deal funds this business deal. This one funds that. So they're never, you know, it, it was just a, it was just very interesting for me, you know, just having that conversation with him. Right. It's a whole he thinks a whole different way. His thinking is, okay, well, I got to pay these people. Okay, we got to hire these folks for this, hire these folks for that. Okay, this this you know this thing is going to take this amount of funds to generate. On the back end, we're going to get paid this. You know, he's thinking of a whole different mind, a mind state. Yeah, you know? Which, yeah. I was going to say it's, that's a wealth mindset, right? Yeah, so, man. dude, I've been sitting with a couple of clients over the last couple of weeks, and a hundred percent of them are like. Um, Man, I don't see that. I don't see that money left over. Or I don't know where it goes. Like, where yeah. does it go and stuff, right? And they're trying to find these holes. And, um, you know, what I realized was, like, the wealthy don't have that problem. The wealthy are telling their money what to do. Yeah. And everybody else is, like, they're telling their money where to go. Here's the wealthy mindset. Wealthy tell their money where to go. And everybody else, the middle class, wonders where their money went. Mm. Right. So the wealthy tell their money where to go while everybody else wonders where their money went. And it probably went into the hands of a wealthy person. Exactly. <laughs> it, went, it went back to the CEO at Starbucks or Coffee Bean or wherever else you frequently oh, visit, man. you know. Right. <laughs> it's Starbucks. It's bananas, bro. And, mm. uh, and, and, and for me, that was it, it was eye opening. And I was like, man, I can a- actually even personally do a little bit of a better job at some yeah. of that stuff. But um, yeah, dictating, you know, your, your cash flow. And it's, and that's true across the board, man. If you're in business, you need to tell yourself where to go. You need to dictate your hours. You need to schedule all of that stuff and, you know, basically plan like the 1% of the 1%. Those are the things that they're good at. They're hub- maniacal about their habits and their rituals and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which again, that's, I'm a work in progress in that area. So I'm talking to myself you. right now. You, you, right? Man, geez. Oh my goodness, man. Habits is everything, man. And, and y'all, everybody has habits, right? But it's, do those habits serve whatever your purpose or your mission is or what you're trying to get done? And if you're not trying to get anything necessarily done, then your habits generally reflect that. So sure. what you're doing on a daily basis, reflect that. If you're focused on doing, you know, if you have certain goals or certain uh, focuses or what have you, then um, then try and put as many habits in place and replace some some not so great habits, man, with with uh, with positive or positive things that can get you that can get you there. Like I think uh, uh, one of the things you know been doing recently is just um, I can't being accountable for your for the actions that you're taking daily. And if mm-hmm. you account for, you know, if you be account, and accountability isn't for the people, you know, if you have people that you're being accountable with or um, that you have a group or somebody is coaching you with that, it's not for them. The accountability stuff is not for them. It's mm-hmm. for it's for you. It's for you to see where you're at, and you can kind of put together like, okay, what happened these last two weeks, and what didn't happen these last two weeks, 
And if you go back and see, like, based on whatever statistics that you're accountable to or accountable with, you could see that, okay, well, my activities reflect exactly why I'm not where I'm supposed to be or where I want to be at. And that's there's nothing like the mirror of a uh, of somebody that's getting started in business to see yourself. You know what I mean? Like that's business is the that's a that's a big mirror to put in front of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's revealing. No, my goodness, dude. It is revealing. And uh, yeah, I was going to say the same thing when you said, hey, be accountable to the actions that you're taking. And I think most people, if they're doing the right stuff, Mm -hmm. and again, this is me uh, most of the time, especially when it comes to my life. But Thomas, you be uh, talking to me too, dog. I mean, you you talk, you saying it's you, but my man, I think you're talking. But check this out. Like, it's so easy (laughs) to do, right? Like, hey, I actually did this, 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 and that today. And people are, they're more than willing to be accountable when, they're doing what they need to be done. Well, what needs to be done, what they know mm-hmm. needs to be done. But I think a better way of saying, Hey, accountability is you need to be accountable to what you didn't do. Like not the mm-hmm. stuff that got done, but what you didn't do. That's the revealing part and stuff, which you kind of mentioned. So I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I'm not going to dive in on that, but it's easy to report the good stuff. It's, yeah. it's hard to be not vulnerable. Cause I feel like that word's kind of played out, but it's hard to just be real, dude. Like, let's just be honest. Like, you know what? Yesterday I was lazy and mm-hmm. I, and, and I, and I had a plan of making like 35 calls and I think I made like two and a half. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I said, started I, ringing and I, I hung up. yeah, dude, you know, and I was like, I don't really don't even feel like doing this right now, dude. And that's just like, you know, you'll, you'll have some of those days. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't beat myself up over it, but uh, yeah. If my wife watches this, she might, she might, she might throat punch me. She's like, "What the heck are you we're doing?" We're sending it to her right after the. <laughs> we're sending it to. We're sending it to her right after the call. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're sending it to her right after we we have we have a live we have a live audience of one that's going to be uh, <laughs> sending this conversation right to her. It's probably already recorded over here. <laughs> CIA Tina. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dog. yeah, dog. that. Yeah, for what you don't do, you know what I mean, and that's important, man. Like what, the day, the days you don't do anything, don't be. You better go ahead and put that out there. Uh, didn't do, didn't do that, didn't do this, didn't do that. Um, but today, I guarantee you, you know, next day will, will, will be better. Yeah. Well, you know what I do too, dude. Is um, and and hopefully this will help some people. But when I don't do what I know needs to be done or what I had planned on doing, you know what I do, bro? Is I give myself grace. And that is not a good thing. Like mm. I, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with reasons on why that didn't happen. And I tend to like end up doing busy stuff, right? Like, so I think I might have talked about this once, but um, my wife, let's say she, she'll come home from running errands or whatever, and she's like, "Hey, did you do this? And did you do that? And did you follow up with that person? And did you put that appointment in or whatever it is?" You know? And I'm like. Oh. No, but uh, you know, I wiped up the counter and I kind of swept the floor and I and I moved the, uh, the 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 furniture on the patio and um, you know I washed some of the dishes. I did a few push ups and got a little workout in and I like run through all of this stuff. Eyes burning through you as you say, yeah, that. dude. And she's just looking at me like that has <laughs> nothing to do with what needed to be done, like yeah. you know. And um, but I just you get caught up in the busy work. Right? Like, don't get caught up in the busy stuff, man. Like, check off that checklist, man. Um, dude. And again, mm. I'm speaking to myself, but it's like, are we busy? Or are we productive? Right? It's like, oh, perfect. you know what I'm saying? Like, are we being busy? Or are we being productive? Right? Like, is. at the end of the day, it's like at the end of the day, you feel tired and wore out. You know what I'm saying? And then 
And then it's like, what really did I actually get done though? Like for real. Yep. Like I have these whatevers you're trying to do, but was I really productive today? You know, and you know, that's that's you know, that's that's up for you to decide for yourself. So it's whatever you're doing, it's whatever your focus is, but you know, think about that at the end of the day. You know, or at the beginning of the day, really think about like, hey, but what like what do I need to do to be productive? But by the end of today, what do I need to have done so I can have been productive. Right. Okay, and then maybe at the middle of the day, check check up, have a checkup, maybe a mental checkup or a checkup on what you got to do. Mm-hmm. That'll probably help. And then at the end of the day, you can reflect: What would I do? What was? What I get? Did I get some busy work done? All right, whatever. But did I get some productive activities? What What did I do to move my life or business or? Since we're talking about business, yeah. business forward today. Right. And if you checked off a couple of things, guess what? You moved your business forward. You might not have got everything done. There's no way you're going to get everything done. Right. But did you check off something? Or did you really just miss everything today? Yeah. Like, did you move real? the needle? Yeah. Did we move the needle, Doc? And I've been realizing that, man. Like, I'm realizing, you know, just got to move it forward a little bit. There will be days where you do, where, you know, where you can always have a productive day. That's the one thing. You can always, there might be setbacks in other areas of the day. Sure. But, yo, you can always have something that's productive be done by the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you know, uh, learning something, you know, whether it's learning something, do better, better yet, doing something, <laughs> doing doing some work, getting some actual things done, um, attempting, uh, but you know, but really just kind of letting it all go, man. And that's and that's got to be what your uh, like what drives you. You know, I think when people have a hard time time getting up to do things, you know, it's like okay, why why are you doing it, and what drives you? Like what's like what gets your motor going? Mm-hmm. You know, I, like, so I have a, sometimes I have a tough time thinking about that. Like, man, what really gets my, what gets me going, dude? Like, what, what drives me, bro? Like, sometimes anger drives me. Like, if somebody, you know, says something, you know, that I don't really necessarily like them saying, like, you know, they challenge me or whatever the case is or not mm-hmm. challenge, you know, whatever, that might get me going, but that's temporary. You know, it's a temporary, which is okay for that moment, but it's gone tomorrow. Um, some things just yeah got got to be a little deeper you know got to have some reflection dude like one hundred percent and then you can adjust and adapt and and, and stuff like that as well um, yeah. on those things but I mean I, like think about it again we we we're just coming out Super Bowl Sunday just passed mm. um, and uh, Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl ring yeah. and dude like most people right most athletes. Um, even I mean, at the professional level, obviously, like they're some of the best of the best, mm-hmm. but they're chasing a championship, and if they're fortunate enough to get it, meaning one like singular, usually the foot comes off the gas, and it's like, all right, mission accomplished, and yeah. now they just go through the motions. Mm-hmm. But I heard something that even after six Super Bowl titles. Or I think at that point, it wasn't six. Uh, let's say like after his fifth one. And then I think he missed the following year or something like that. Like he didn't go to the Super Bowl. But they said every year that he didn't actually go to the Super Bowl or make that Super Bowl run, he still showed up. There was no off season for him. Mm. He still showed up. He still did the same workouts. And he ran the same drills that he would every week 
like he was going to the Super Bowl. So even after their season had ended, he was still at the stadium, still taking the same amount of snaps, still throwing the same amount of balls, still running the same exact drills 100% of the time. And that is the key to success for all of the great ones. Bro, he just, he, he, he continued to work his body like he was playing the longest season. You know what I mean? Like, because that's the longest season, dude. You you have the playoff run, you have the Super Bowl, right? Like, and then maybe you have a week or two in between time, and then it's back to training camp or whatever. But he played all the way through where most average, and it's unfair to say because these are like elite athletes, but <laughs> most of them, they're like, oh, yeah. season ended, man. I'm going to go take a vacation. I'm going to chill Party out. Up. I'm enjoy the family or whatever the case may be. But there was a commitment to... Not perfection, but to 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 the win, man, to mm-hmm. the goal, you know, and and uh, I, it's like, I think it's that's like what you put it up on the shelf. It's like, all right, cool, we did that. That's that. Yeah. Look, this is a whole new season. This, you know, that's over with. Right. We, we can't win the fifth one again. You know, this is the, this is what it is. Like, he's I read that about beast, Kobe dude. Bryant, bro. Like his first ring, right? Like this dude came into the NBA at. I think he was still 17. He wasn't even 18 yet. That's so crazy. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy? So, but he, this was his lifelong goal was to make it to the NBA and then to win a championship and eventually be in the conversation as one Mm -hmm. of the greatest of all time. But he got that first ring and they asked him like how he celebrated it. He said, I got it. I opened it up, looked at it. And then I closed the box and put it away. And they're like, you didn't even enjoy it. He was like, no, nah, because I wasn't done. Mm. Like my focus immediately went back to let's get two and then mm. let's get three. And then, you know, now I got something to prove. And but it's the mindset of like a champion. It's a killer instinct. It's it's a chip on your shoulder, I think. It's something like you got something to prove, you know, and uh and whatever that is for for you, you know, like hold on to it, dude. There's nothing wrong with it. I think sometimes I struggle with the fact that like, you know, I say well, I'm doing it for my family and, you oh. know, this and that. And I love my family, dog. Stay on that thought, Stay on that thought. Okay. Yeah, because I got some. I do it. You know, I'm doing it for my family and, and this and that. And I want to provide my kids a better life, which I absolutely do. And that's true. But, man, that's not always what drives me. Sometimes, you know, what drives me is, like, people from my past that maybe didn't believe in me or that had, you know, they, they, they talked a little bit of smack or, or whatever the case is. And I'm like, man, I'm about to blow up. And then I'm going to, like, I'm going to show these foods. And maybe there's maybe there's something wrong with that, like, you know what I mean, from, you know, wanting to do it out of spite. But I don't care. If it's going to help me get to where I want to be and ultimately benefit my family, then I'm going to I'm gonna hone in on that, man. And I'm going to leverage that. I'm going to leverage everybody that maybe didn't believe in me. And it took me back. I just had this thought recently, and it's crazy, bro, because it took me back to like I, I used to play baseball. And I was a pretty good you know, pitcher mm, you know, as, a, as a young guy. And, uh, you know, the, the, man, I had a, like a reputation for throwing hard and fast and, um, we're playing this team and I think it was a playoff game and, uh, and all the parents in the stands on the other team, as soon as I came in, cause I'd start at third and then I'd be like the closing pitcher and I came in and all these parents in the stands, Alex, bro, they, 
dude, I was probably like 11 years old. So it's not anything just too spectacular, but I was a kid, you know, and all these parents just start woofing, dude, from the stands. Like, <laughs> he can't throw, got a weak arm. And they're like throwing all these chants, we want a pitcher, not a whatever they were saying, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. just talking all this smack, grown adults, right? To me. Nah, man. And, Sports um, is cold. It like, is cold, right? Sorry. And they got in my head for like that first batter, dude. And I think I walked them and it gave them more fire to like, like go harder they got louder and stuff and like i don't know why i did this but i i stopped dude and my coach even came out he's like hey chill out i stopped and i looked at all of them in the stands and i'm like say it louder bro my like i immediately switched right because i was like damn they got in my head i'd like threw four balls and walked this first batter then it got them excited and i was like nah they ain't gonna win this you know mm -hmm. i'm like say it louder and they started chanting louder bro and I literally struck out nine pitches the next three batters. I remember it because it was substantial to me in that moment. It was significant. And I shouldn't say it just in that moment. It's obviously significant yeah, to me bro, now. You know? It sounded like he was there just now. Bro, I remember <laughs> it, dude. But it's like, it's that switch, you know? And, and that switch was, man, I'm going to do this in spite of them. Like, they're trying to knock me off my pivot. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it like I'm going to show them, I'm going to prove something to them. And so whatever it is, I guess was the point that I'm trying to make, whatever it is that, that needs that you need to, you know, continue to, or, or to put gas or, 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 or that helps that fire burn a little bit brighter. Hold on to it, dude. Like mm -hmm. it, there's nothing wrong with Stoke it. There's, it. Yeah. There's no right or wrong way to do this thing, man. It's whatever's going to drive you towards that goal. And, uh, and again, that may change sometimes, you know, it, it's, uh, the end goal is always going to be about ultimately benefiting my wife and my kids, but, um, that's Seek not, inspiration. it's not always the first thing that's on my mind. And in some cases, sometimes it is anger. Sometimes it's like the fact that maybe I didn't place, right? Like if I'm mm -hmm. going for the top 10 and, and, and I don't hit the top 10 and something, I'm like, I got to blow past these dudes. And sometimes oh, yeah. it's about like beating somebody else. Not right. You know, so. Yeah, but that's huge, bro. Like, you know, as we finish up here, man, we got to get up out of here. But um, it, was a, it was a crazy quote, and I'll, and I'll touch on it here in a second. It was by Elon uh, Musk. And it was, you know, seek inspiration, not encouragement. You know what I'm saying? Things that inspire you, that inspire you to go. Like, if you could stoke that flame of inspiration, yeah. you know, encouragement, you know, is, is cool. You know, it, it's okay. But that's that's a that's an external it's like an external. That's like a. That's like a. Uh, that's like the uh, the temperature outside. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You got to turn the thermostat inside. You know, you got to turn the thermostat up inside, so you always have that heat going. And it was just a. I just pulled up a quote by Elon Musk. It was a. You know, it was on this app called Clubhouse, and somebody asked a question. So, what words of encouragement would you, would you give to an entrepreneur? And Elon Musk was like, "If you need words of encouragement." You don't become an entrepreneur. You know what I'm oh. saying? He was like, he was like, oh man, you know, buzz a little bubble, or whatever. But yo, that's it. But well, Kobe didn't need words of encouragement. Mm. Michael Jordan didn't need words of encouragement. They knew, like, oh, I'm, I'm coming. Like, all right, well, I'm playing, I'm playing this game, and I'm here to be the best, to be the best me I can be out here. Here to be the best, and I got to beat the best, so I have to outwork. You know, I have to catch up. Cause I'm coming. You know, you got to catch up and then pass up. You know what I'm saying? So your efforts have to be have to have to have to relay that. You know what I'm saying? Like they have to coincide with what you want. You know, so you just got to think, man. Every day you take off, 
is somebody else. If you're selling a product, somebody else is selling your client that product that day, just so you know. Mm-hmm. The day you take off and do that, the day that you don't talk to your teammate or your team or whatever the case is or your business partners, the days you don't do that might be the day where they're thinking of, why do I need to be here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they're dipping. You know, you know, and, and they're thinking about doing something else. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it to say like, all right, you got to be maniacal, but low key, bro, if you want to be the best at anything, you got to be maniacal. You got to be insane. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, there's points in, I'm not saying you give up everything else in your life. I'm not saying, you know, you deny your kids, you deny your wife, you deny everything else. But when you're, when you have that time on the block, like when you have to condense the time frames because if you're going to really work and have and be in the position to take off the rest of your life, then you got to work. You basically have to work that 30, that 30 years that you would be working and, and put five, it in, six, in, seven, in five, in five years. years. Like you got to work, you got to work that amount of time and effort and squeeze it down and compress it into five, six, seven, so that now you've compressed it. And now when it explodes, you know, it's going to explode freedom for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instead of just trickling, you know, trickling, you know, your lifestyle in over 30 years, you know, compress all, c- compress that bad boy down. Then, and then what will happen is it's, you know, you know, you compress that that piece of what is it coal? You compress that coal. You know what I'm saying? A lifestyle that's like a piece of coal there over is. 30 years. It can just sit there on the, you know, it, it can just sit on. You know, if a piece of coal is sitting on the table, just sit here, right? It'll stay cold. It'll stay cold, right? It'll be cool. You know, it'll it'll be it, and that can be your life after 30 years. It could be just it, right? But if you put a little bit of pressure and condense it, put some heat on that mug, pressure it in, put it in whatever they can do to compress that mug. Well, guess what? You might end up with a huge freaking diamond. Yep. At the end, they're like, oh, you shine it off, you chop it up, boom, you got a, you got a nice little stone right here. You know, and, but I think there's, there's a lot of fear that goes into that too. It's like, well, people are scared of the unknown. Well, time's going to go by anyway. Right. This time's going to go by anyway. So, you know, why not do something, man? Like, why not? How, like, what's holding you back? Like, I think people need like, what's holding you back? Why? How come? It was because of the lack of funds? Figure it out. People start with a lot less and gotten a lot further. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Dude? People started with a lot less and have gotten way further. So that's not a, that's not a problem. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. Mm-hmm. Go inside. What inspires you? What, what, what gets you going? And then find find something. Find a track to run on, man. Like, I know I kind of went on a crazy little, little, uh, little bro. You hit little, him with it though. Little, uh, little, little, little tangent. You hit him with it. <laughs> you hit him with it. That was good. Yeah, but dog, uh, man, great. this is a, this is a solid session, dog. This is a solid session, man. I can't wait to get this one out, man. We got yo, y'all. We got some guests. We got some guests. We trying to not trying. What am I saying? What am I doing? Hey, Alex, relax, bro. We not trying anything. We got guests lined up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So this is going to be really, really cool, man. I, you know, I'm really excited. Um, you know, we talked a little about relationship stuff. So maybe even before uh, Valentine's Day, right after we can have this, uh, we got a, we got a uh, young lady that's, uh, that deals with relationships and relationship coaching and stuff like that. So that'll be a, that'll be kind of interesting. <laughs> that'll be kind of interesting. Then we got some business folks popping on, man. Yep. Um, you know, some very, some successful business folks. Uh, we got some, um, we got some, uh, some some pretty inspirational people, man, that are going to be going to be tapping in with us, and you know we're excited, man, to uh, to really really take this bad boy into the next level. And um, you know, you know, we we cannot wait to have y'all back, man. And you know, uh, man, smash on that like button, man. Smash on that subscribe. 
all of that. Please yep. do that. Please share this thing, man. We we appreciate all the support, all the love. People all over the place listening, you know, in all all different places all over the world, man. We appreciate it, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, well, man. But uh, you know, you know, we we got a lot of stuff going on, man. We we can't wait to uh to really get this thing going and get this out to you guys, man. Thomas, what what you, what you got for the people, man? Closing closing message for the people, Doc. Bro, I think I think you said it, man. And um, you know, I'll just piggyback off of that. Uh, the support and the appreciation um is uh yeah, we're grateful for it in uh, in any capacity. And, uh, and we'd love some engagement too, though. You know, uh, we see a lot of likes on the page, but engage. If there's a topic that you'd like, you know, maybe to get our opinion on um, or, you know, uh, you know, anything you'd like to hear us maybe dive a little bit deeper into. Um, or maybe, you know, uh, uh, an, another entrepreneur that, you know, you think might be good on, um you know, on, on a trajectory that would be good to, you know, kind of share some ideas and concepts and things like that. I think we'd find that, um, you know, we, we'd love to have that talk as well, Mm -hmm. uh, with them. So we're looking to grow, we're looking to expand. We can't do it without you guys, but our primary goal and our objective is hopefully that you get a little bit of value, um, from every episode and understand that, you know, as we grow, we want you to grow with us. And, uh, and we're excited about the journey and this thing's getting more and more fun, man. And, uh, and so, yeah, man, stay tuned. And again, we're going to be putting together some, um, maybe some gifts and stuff like that for for some of the viewers. Yeah. We've talked about (laughs) it a little bit. I actually, we've got some stuff in the works. Um, that's, that's for sure. But, uh, but like share, comment, engage. Um, we have an Instagram page, right? Uh, yeah, man. No, no pressure, no diamonds. Podcast, man. Tapping on, tapping on the Instagram, and I'll put it at the. I'll put it on the. Uh, I'll uh, put it in the link yeah, somewhere. We, we got a Sp- Spotify, iTunes. Um, got the the Instagram page. Every platform. I'm gonna tell you right now. There every platform there is to have a have a podcast on, it's on it. You know what I'm saying? Go there. No pressure, no there. diamonds. You will see it. It pops. It's at the top of the list, man. So, you know, check us out, man. We, we really appreciate it, and uh, man, have fun, bro. Oh, Yo, did you get in on that? Uh, we'll talk offline, man. But did you get in on that? Uh, what was it? Uh, <laughs> that GameStop situation, dog? It was crazy. Man. I didn't. No, nah, no, man. I didn't. I did shoot, not. Man. Well, shoot. You know what, man? We'll uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that on the next one because cool. like, that was pretty sick, man. But catch y'all later, man. No pressure. No, no diamonds. diamonds, man. Let's get it. Yeah.